Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, they changed it up. It's not, it's in progress. Oh, this so as we're doing it okay. yeah that's right, it that, that so cool. that is the official cue to start episode 122 is that where we're at 122 or maybe 123 no 123 i think is it dude i remember when you were geeking over 100 so i know yeah. and that feels like i mean hey look, hey, look at us now i know who, this who would have thought who would have thought the, i want to see yeah this is 123 not me it's hey. 123 brought to you by attack if you haven't downloaded attack it's officially in the app store the leaderboard people are just like nick Wiz. yeah nick Wiz. always a big nick Wiz guy <laughs> he's on my wall he's with me everywhere i go on my water bottle did he download attack if he didn't i'm gonna be upset i'll ask him he, he needs to download attack everybody needs to download attack the only thing i don't like is people are flying by me on the leaderboard because i keep getting these little injuries broken toe <laughs> broke, like that. Oh, you, you broke your toe yeah it, it just how, like how walking in the garage and i just hit the bottom of the door i was turning around with people over on memorial day and just this was the worst pain and i've broken my foot in four places once when i was jet skiing and i think this was worse damn that's not good that was like it's like i started treading water when i broke my foot and i'm just like it doesn't feel too good i got back on got to shore fell down terrible oh man so i've been slacking (laughs) so the toes worse than the foot though yeah, that that hurt. But we'll we'll be we'll be back and you know yeah. Just, so I'm gonna the numbers up. I'm gonna start climbing the leaderboard. But if you haven't downloaded Attack, Attack is great. It has like coaching aspects to it that are very cool. Whether it's nutrition, condition, mindset, you have coaches like Reese Humphrey, Sarah Hildebrandt, Jordan Burroughs. Chenzo is Ooh. like, hey, we're we're figuring it out. He, you know, we got we got a lot of stuff going on right now. So. Yeah, the, there's a lot of balls in the air apples in the air however you want to mm-hmm. use to portray juggling right so not knives um knives bowling pins i think I yeah need a juggler okay but but i could talk about something i was doing today which was awesome i had to get a new dryer yeah and it broke you yeah it, it really did it took me like an hour and a half to install the new dryer because like i messed up the circuit and had to go hit the circuit breaker and i didn't really know that i thought i just broke it so I was like all flustered. I was ready to call an electrician. I give bad. you credit for even doing that because anything that touches electricity, especially I'm You're clueless. Out. Yeah, out. I'm out. I actually had, I, I must be like getting more and more clumsy. I was out in the trails actually this past weekend and I was chainsawing some stuff down. 
See, that and, just sounds fun. And as I put the chainsaw down with the right hand, I picked up a stick with the left hand and they just barely touched. So like you can see, like oh there my. was definitely yeah. a chainsaw <laughs> to the finger. Thank, thank God yeah. the chainsaw was like turning off and it just like three seconds sooner, I think I lose a finger. But initially, all I did was I felt it and I saw blood and I thought the worst. So I had my golf cart back there at the golf cart in the tractor. I get in the golf cart and I fly. I mean, like, and there's a bridge over the creek. It's like Dukes of Hazard. I because I know I was gonna pass out. Like blood's coming <laughs> from, from that. my oh. blood's coming from my finger. Dude. So I'm just flying to the house as I'm driving the golf cart. I take my shirt off, wrap my finger. I'm holding this, driving the golf cart. <laughs> oh, as man. if you like cut your finger off. Right. As if like my you, hand you was did. severed. Right. You almost did though. Yeah. But not, but not quite. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So I, I need, I, there needs to be like an attack component that is like just every Chains, day, like, chainsaw. <laughs> like, chainsaw. like, like every day in your 30s, don't. Like, I feel like I'm letting myself go <laughs> Like in your 30s. This is for you guys. So download attack best app. This past week has been there's not a lot of things happening, but there's a lot of little stuff that like, we've been posting about on social and different things happening that I figured before our guest comes on. We'll talk about some of the stuff. A lot of this isn't breaking news. You probably know it. We're just talking about it. The one thing that is breaking that we'll start with is just before I started recording, I saw that Gavin Nelson just committed to Minnesota. Now, I don't know who that is. I, I, so. I don't follow like he's he's a good he's a good Minnesota kid. Yeah, he's he's I, the top guys. I've he's heard the shit. name. I just don't know. Like, but yeah, he's, he's a hammer. They've got two really good commits already with him and uh, Chetum. So which is nuts. And I think that's yeah. the Gable effect. It yeah, like, has to be. I mean, that's a powerful recruiting tool for a coach to be able to say, look at the stardom, look at the success of Gable. Like you can get that here without having to go X, Y, or Z. Right. In Minnesota, they've been down for a couple of years now. And I think it's, they'll probably be, you know, come climbing back up the ladder a little bit, especially after guys like that start committing, you know, cause then that, that just starts a whole wave. Yeah. And I think if you're going to beat the Penn State, beat the Iowa's, like this is how you do it with a recruiting class like this. I think you definitely, I'm sure they're talking Gable into coming back. Like, you know, when he came on here, it sounded like it was, you know, NCAA title, Olympic title, WWE title. It sounds like now, even if he wins the Olympics. Which do you think would be the hardest of those three? The NCAA, the Olympic, or the WWE? Because I'm going WWE. Those guys, there's no weight class, really. Those guys are huge. That, that, <laughs> that's a tough call, right? Like, I asked Kurt Angle which he, which one was the hardest and meant the most to him, and he said it's not even freaking close. The Olympics. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not even close. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was just kind of joking, but yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a WWE title is hard. You got to be. You gotta be killing your lines, you know. You gotta be like gotta, it's a di- it's be looking pretty. Yeah. It's such a unique world, right? You know what I mean? Like you gotta kind of have like fifteen things. And honestly, I think the audience dictates if you become a champ oh, or not. For sure, like yeah. they have to love, love you or hate, hate you 
for you to continue to climb the rankings. Right. Because like, if you're the champion no and I could see, Gable, any, yeah, I could see Gable. Like, I think he'll be really good. Cause I could see him like getting the crowd to absolutely love him or hate him. Like yeah. I could see both. Like he could be a very good bad guy. If you wanted to be, I don't know, man. Like, who I mean, do you think to, would be a bit would be a bigger bad guy, him or AJ Ferrari? They're both so likable people, though. Like that's the thing. Have you seen AJ's last few Instagram stories? No, I no, I haven't. <laughs> so I you sent, sent you the, the one. one. I, yeah. I didn't get. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Now, but like it's getting. I somebody from Wisconsin maybe like quote tweeted and said, "There's still time to delete this." <laughs> oh really? It's, it's one yeah. of those. Damn, yeah, I, you know, I wish I would have seen it. <laughs> so it's one of those things that he's creating content and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but like literally as of next week, he's going to be able to start signing deals. Like he's dumb not to play into all of this. Has to be. Yeah, and I we, mean, like, we had him on and we both said right afterwards, it's not a shtick. It's not oh, like no. this is, this is That's AJ him. Ferrari. Yeah. So like, I've talked to people about this. Like what, one thing I love about AJ Ferrari too, is you get 100% of AJ Ferrari every time Correct. You, talk, you talk to AJ Ferrari. Like, and that's just, that's super admirable. There's really nothing more. Yeah. He, he's like this, he's a personality and he's doubling down on who he is. And yeah. it's going to be so interesting before we talk about that in the NCAA there are a couple other cool things. J.O. making the move to New York City RTC. We didn't really talk about that. I think that's cool. I'm excited. I think for it's him. awesome. Uh, they have a so that's uh, Kendall Cross is out there. Yeah. And, you know, they're doing really big things, too. And they're, you know, working with NJRTC and they have a really good group over there. Also, I talked to them a little bit. I just talked to J.O. about him moving there and everything like that. And he's pumped. I'm excited for him. I think, uh, man, he's uh, he's been in the game for a while and he just he's not planning on being done anytime soon and hats off to him. I don't see why he would be. He's, uh, you know, still looks freaking awesome. So, and he keeps think, getting better as he, he keep, moves around. Yeah. He, that's what I mean. He just, I mean, you could tell, you know, if you listen to the episode we had with him, he's a very smart guy. So yeah. he could just, he just kind of absorbs everything. And, uh, what you see on the mat is just kind of like the display of everything he's, he's really learned and done over the years. I think that this next move is going to be awesome for him. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting to that age. Like, I'm 35, and I'm finding that, got, like, athletes in their 30s, I'm, like, rooting for them so hard. Like, Carly yeah. Lloyd just became the oldest female to score on the U.S. women's um, soccer team, and she's a friend of mine. She's been a client of mine. So, like, yes. I love that stuff. I'm, like, rooting for him and these guys that are, like, in their 30s, like, I don't think it makes me feel like I'm not that old yet because somebody around my age, like, I don't know what exactly no, you're it is, not, you're not. but I, I love it. So I'm excited for J.O. I'm also excited for Adam Kuhn. Oh, hell yeah. Who isn't? After nine years of not touching a football, he signed with the Tennessee Titans. He's not going to be touching a football with the Titans either, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess <laughs> not. Like, it, <laughs> And it was so funny watching like the comments, like especially like, on ESPN's feed or like the Titans feed, like they yeah. have no clue, like what a monster he is. Like uh, this isn't about him becoming like a wide receiver or a tight end or yeah. whatever. Like this is about grit and strength and power. And he has those things. Like, he has all, he has all of them and he's going to be way tougher than most of those guys on the field, just straight up. Because, like, yeah, football is, you know, it's a tough sport, but, like, wrestlers are just a very different breed of people. So 
I'm excited for him. I think he's going to be awesome. And it's kind of funny. Did you see the like one of the first like few pictures taken? It was like him with all the other linemen, and he's like the smallest guy in the picture. No, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, he's like one of the smallest guys in the picture. Like he like it does not look like Adam Coon. But, wow, I'm yeah. gonna have to hold on. I gotta see who put that out. Titan somewhere. I don't remember who, but it was a, it was a couple weeks ago or maybe last week. But yeah, I'm gonna have to find that because yeah, he is a monster. I'm I can't remember where I was standing next to him. I don't know if it was Final X maybe, and he's just he's a beast. Oh yeah, he's a gigantic human being, and then compared to all those other guys, he's like average. You know, compared to right. those linemen, he's just just like a regular guy. Yeah, so I'm excited for Adam. It also it reminded me, mm. Gabe Dean today, I think it was today, put out a post that I loved that was about, like, we need to stop focusing so much on wins and losses and teach, like, there's so many. Let me read it real quick because yeah, I don't want to butcher do. this. So he put a thing and said, a mini rant, forgive me. The principles and values kids learn from wrestling and sports couldn't be more important in today's world. We have to encourage development and stop making it only about winning and losing at the youth level. You're doing kids a disservice. Yeah. And um, I 100% agree with that. I think that even, you know, teaching, even like the style of wrestling, right? that some guys teach like their youth club, whether it's like, you know, wrestling from a knee or something like that, instead of just like going out and getting after it. That's just like a super applicable thing for real life, depending on whether, you know, you're sitting back or you're going after, you know, what you want to go get. It's just, I think there's a lot of of different ways to look at it, but yeah. And like, for me, like I've had no success in wrestling. I think like, like none, like I can think of a couple things that are so trivial. I'm not even going to mention them. Bring up one. We need like, one. Like we do fifth, one. fifth one year at like Monroe County JV tournament. Like, <laughs> yeah. just like, yes, like fifth at the Monroe County JV tournament. I'll remember that. It, I think I have the medal somewhere. Like, that's how I know that one. Like, why is it not hanging up behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to try to find it now. All right, yeah. That needs to be like one of those shadow boxes where you see like the memories and stuff. Mm, yeah. So it's like, for me, wrestling never led to success on the map, but it, everything I am, I attribute to it. Like all the success I've had in business, the diligence I have, like right. I attribute all that to wrestling. And I think so many kids like and Seth Gross posted about it not too long ago too. Like you never know where your success is going to come from. You might, you might not be an NCAA champ. You might be, you might be a world or Olympic champ. You might not be, but when you're done wrestling at, for me, it was after high school for some people, it's in their twenties, thirties. Like there's so much life you have after wrestling that you're going to gain so much from the sport to take you past wrestling. And if all you focus on is wrestling, you're going to sell yourself short. I mean, yeah, I agree with you, you know, and I've been, both places before you know we're just wrestling and winning is the only focus and then you know yeah. looking at the bigger picture also so i mean it's definitely it's definitely tricky you know there's a fine line because like obviously you want to you want to win right yeah but like there's also a lot of other more important things that come with it yeah and i think if you're not reflecting on what it's teaching you and i don't think like when I was in high school wrestling, like I wasn't thinking what wrestling's teach me right now. You were thinking Monroe County JV. Yeah. Like I want to go, you know, (laughs) I got to stand on the podium. (laughs) So get me on there. Right. So I, I I loved his message. I'd love to see that in Adam Kuhn, like Adam's not going to be an Olympic champ. 
but he's a freaking NFL player, and that's pretty dang cool. Like, they make some good money. They have a lot of fun. I think that's be freaking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, it would be very interesting to see what America, not what they would vote for, like on a Twitter poll, but what they would actually say is cooler being an NFL player or an Olympic gold medalist. Like, I feel like they if would say NFL if player. If you don't say Olympic gold medalist, that's crazy. But I think, like, if you could say, hey, your friend's an Olympic gold medalist or your friend's an NFL, NFL player, which one would you pick? The average person is picking an NFL player, I think. I would want to be friends with someone who's a cool person. Either way. <laughs> Either way. All right, that's the third option in the poll. Yeah cool person i guess so somebody it's, it's nfl player olympic gold medalist justin bash <laughs> somebody can tweet us too what would you rather be friends with an olympic gold medalist or an nfl player and i'm actually friends with both wow congrats. so i i am friends with a cool person <laughs> nfl athlete and olympic gold medalist um i get more personal value and entertainment for my olympic gold medalist friends than NFL players, me and all my Olympic gold medalist friends too, (laughs) hang out all the time. Although I've gotten a lot of business. So one of my NFL friends is a client, David Tyree giants. Yeah. The, the catch, the helmet catch. Yeah. So we built his website and then a bunch of guys reached out to me over the next couple of years. One guy that he played football with at Syracuse, who's in real estate in Boston, and that led to a slippery slope. And because of that, like right now we have four Boston real estate clients going like oh, projects insane. going. Hell yeah. So be there friends with both NFL players and Olympic medalists. Of course. Yeah. You know, if, if I get the opportunity, I will. Also. Yeah. hundred percent. So mm-hmm. that was cool. A couple other small things. Mark Hall coaching position. Oh, Penn. love can that. Talk, can we talk about his match with you foster first? That wasn't a match. That was a clinic. <laughs> Well, they had like they wrestled at last chance too, and yeah. Drew Foster got him. Like I'm, you know, hats off to Drew Foster. You know, he's an incredible wrestler. But Mark just, Mark looked, Mark looked like Mark there. He's, you know, I think he's uh fully, you know, back like grown into yeah. the weight. Finally, looks like himself out there, man. He looked awesome. He looked lean. That's he looked I mean. lean. And he mean. looked, he yeah. looked strong as crap too. Yeah. He looked so strong. Like I just, uh, I was pumped for him. But yeah, that and then getting that volunteer assistant position, he's crushing it right now. This was the first time since I've seen him in a Penn State singlet that he looked like that lean, fearful Mark. Fearful, like if you're looking at him, not he's right. fearful. Like he looked like that level. Yeah, of he mean. had his, like he had his swagger back. Like, yeah, yeah, he was there. I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm Mark scared Hall. for people to wrestle him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't tough. want to. I don't um, Evan Wick decided on Cal Poly. Were you surprised mm-hmm. by that? Um, a little bit, but not a ton. He was uh he was actually here in State College. I was talking to him a little bit. Um he has a lot of family there. You know, there's a good they have a good situation down in Cal Poly. Um, I think he's gonna be in great hands. And I'm you know, I'm excited to watch him compete next year. I actually got to know him a little bit when he was here on his visit. Super awesome kid. Um zero bad things to say about him he seemed like a great dude and uh loves wrestling and you know i'm excited for him to compete next year he's got what one year left i think so yeah 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 that'll be cool right yeah i saw too his mom i think posted something about like there was transfer credit issues with With one school right so when it went to cal poly you obviously could connect the dots and say that there was a, a transfer credit issue so 
I don't know how much that played into or not. I'm, I'm not sure either, but I still think it's a good choice for him. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to go to California? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of California, we didn't really talk about this in the podcast. Burroughs and IMR got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked to both camps and right. basically IMR couldn't make 79 kilos scratch. But I also don't know, and this might have just been like mismanagement. I don't know that they ever really knew that they agreed to it. Because when I put the graphic out, Pendleton texted me like, where'd you hear 79 kilo scratch? I'm like, Pyle said it on FRL unless he was like misspoke. Oh, no. Do you think he would ever misspeak? Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) But so apparently like Imar went to flow and said like, yeah, I, I can't make 79. And right. he offered Jordan like half his purse, I think, to like wrestle a different weight. And Jordan was already so locked into training for a 79 kilo mass. And he's like, I'm doing this thing at 79 or I'm not. So I feel like that dude has enough money to wear half of the other guy's purse isn't like super tempting. <laughs> yeah. like, well, know, he's, he's like- got, I believe he's got a multi match deal where it doesn't matter. Like, Imar probably lost what he was going to get paid, obviously, but I uh flow posted that I sent it to him and I said, let's run it. And they, they left me on red. Um, Shoot. You know, dang. You know, Man. Maybe, maybe next time I can wrestle Jordan while I'm super out of shape. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> but Hey, yeah, I, I would have loved to see that. That would have been a fun match. Mm. I don't know if, uh, what their what their mindset was but we've got a couple more news topics to talk about but our guest is ready so oh, let's really Who's yeah bo nickel dude no you way. may know him you've right. met him i think once or twice that's my favorite question that camp kids usually ask me is do you know bo nickel and really the answer is usually yeah i met him once or twice are the kids still wearing blue hair um i actually haven't seen the blue hair in like a year from the from camp kids wow yeah it was a it was a big thing though for a while What's up, dude? Hey, yo. What's up, boys? Long what time are you no doing? see. What you up to? Mm, running around, you know? You know how it goes. <laughs> oh, I do know how you, it goes. You're one busy guy, and we're going to talk about a lot of that. Uh-huh. But we, we were just talking about a couple different news topics, and we had two more to get through, so you can join us for these. One more is... Your hair, your hair looks good, bro. It does. It's flowing nicely. <laughs> Looks great. I actually, I sent it to Chenzo. I had somebody DM me on Instagram who responded to one of my stories where I was like taking a selfie video talking about these freaking snapping turtles. And he's like, dude, you have amazing hair. I only listened to your podcast, so I've never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, really. well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. So <laughs> that's amazing. One of the two remaining news things. One is I'm curious on both your thoughts. U.S. has, like, nobody in the top four seeds for men's freestyle. I think Snyder's the two seed. Aside from that, nobody's, like, seeded. So we know by now with UWW, random draws don't exist. I think there's a T-shirt out there floating with that. If it's on a T-shirt, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... What are your guys' thoughts? Do you think the U.S. should have wrestled more guys to try to get that seeding? I mean, like, when when Taylor wrestled the Asdani round one, beat him, obviously didn't matter. But you have some of these guys that they had those first-round matchups. I don't know. I don't know what, what are you guys thinking on that. Hmm. I mean, I, 
I guess it happens a lot, right? Like the best guys are wrestling early. I mean, it happened to Burroughs in 2016. I think he wrestled Gadeev's second round. Like it happens. It's not like so I feel like the way the way I look at it is if we have four seated guys or whatever it is, more than likely at a weight, one of them is gonna be like well, the out of the four seated guys, either Russia or United States might not be seated. So it's likely that they're gonna get matched up anyways. So it's like you just gotta do what's best for you and not really worry about the seed, I guess, because it, the other whoever the second best guy in the weight or a top guy in the weight is that guy's probably not there's probably going to be even if you get the number one seed there's going to be other guys that aren't going to get seated so right yeah if you're the number one seed it doesn't guarantee you a good draw right no yeah is, is gilman seated no nobody's yeah, so, seated but snyder yeah so like right. you know you know what i mean like it doesn't yeah. it matters but it doesn't you got to go you got to go win matches That's there's really so matters. many i mean how many guys are in, how many guys are in the olympics i think 16? 16 yeah so there's 16 guys in the world in one bracket you're gonna wrestle somebody good you're gonna wrestle <laughs> someone good probably every round <laughs> yeah so That's just i mean it, it kind of does suck to have like the best matches early but i mean gotta win that's it i don't know yeah i, I agree I with feel you like i feel it like if it, it if it if it hurts your training it's not worth it to go to extra tournaments to get seeding points. I think so too. I think they did. I think they did a fine job. I think they did it the way they're supposed to. And you know, however the seeding worked out is how it worked out. But yeah, and I don't, we'll be we'll be good. Yeah. And I don't think any guy goes to the Olympics and is like, "Man, I hope I get a good draw so I can maybe get into the semis <laughs> yeah. and win a bronze medal." Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think so. That's either. not that's not really the mindset. They're not like, "Oh man, if I can get like two easy guys." and then make it to the semis like i'm looking good like no that's not that's not really the mindset yeah so. that makes sense and i like i saw bajring maybe got a hand injury and that's why he pulled out i also heard he just want to go to russia to train so like you're seeing other top guys in the world that are saying yeah i really don't care about the ranking the seating like you said only four guys out of 16 and it is such a small bracket you're likely going to have a tough first round match regardless yeah, of what it, you're seated it sucks it sucks more for the fans yeah. because it's like man, we want to see like the best matchups in the finals and stuff and like as a fan you want to watch like i said you want to see the tournament progress right you don't want to yeah. see it that di- di- regress or digress like it's like so but as a competitor it's definitely a completely different mindset i would think yeah no for sure I want to talk a little bit about the NCAA and their rules. Chenzo, before we do, do you want to uh, tell our listeners where they should go, what they should buy? All right, hold on one second, actually. I got to freaking look at this. You know, it's hard to remember this off the dome. You know, it's, <laughs> it's long. All right. It so is. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, if you couldn't tell. Um, today's episode <laughs> our, our go-to for men's below the waist grooming products manscape oh what, what is this right here oh my gosh all right it's time to stop drop and order this brand new shaving kit that 
they just launched introducing the ultra smooth package a specialized groin shaving kit to help you buff protect and smooth your most sensitive areas i'm talking about their new crop shaver crop exfoliator and crop gel i have it in the other room. it's upstairs i totally <laughs> i have i have mine in the other room too also that's bad product placement it's time to crop that bush of yours and get right to the roots of what of oh i'm sorry and get right to the roots with a discount just for you get 20 percent off plus free shipping at manstake manscaped.com with promo code Bo. what's the promo code you gotta know what's what the, the promo code is i don't know the promo code it's my it's my name dude it's chenzo promo, <laughs> chenzo. Co- oh. promo, co- promo code chenzo c-e-n-z-o promo, <laughs> promo code chenzo so i can have a smooth scrotum yeah yes promo, <laughs> promo and, and not just smooth you can also get 20 percent off and you get 20 percent wow. off and free shipping yeah, make, that, your, that's make yourself nice and smooth. I'm it's headed over deal. there after this. I'm headed over there. Yeah, you need it. The, this new like ultra smooth package. It has this crop exfoliator. It's got a gel. It's got a little razor that's like perfect for use in the shower. Like this is like going to the spa. This is just, like world class stuff. Yeah, so, I'm into it. I'm into it's it. a great, it's a great time. Promo code Chenzo, twenty percent off. Too easy. Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't. I don't see why you wouldn't go for this. And for those who who care, all three of these are vegan, cruelty free, and sulfate free products. Those like if that's not a deal, come on. Come if that on. doesn't seal the deal, I don't know what will. So, groom yourself, take care of yourself. Go to Manscaped. Use promo code Chenzo. Get twenty percent off. So one of Wait, the can last. I, can I ask a question real quick first before? Yeah. So Bo, if you if I go in my backyard, do you think you could throw a football to me? From where you are, dude. If you go in your backyard, I can see you. Wait, yeah, for right? sure. I got a cannon oh. for an arm, so we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, over those mountains. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're neighbors, kind of. You know, we live down the street. Back, uh, back when I was in high school, throw that pigskin a quarter mile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one once or twice. Oh my At god! At Texas football. Exactly, Allen Texas football. Yeah. Were they? Yeah, were they, you know. Big deal. Your dad was telling me about the stadium. I'll never forget that. I think we were down at the beach house, Don's beach house for um, final acts. And your dad started like explaining the football stadium. Like I've never heard anything like this. (laughs) What those Texas high school football stadiums encounter. There's nothing in New York like that. I don't even think the colleges come close. I don't really know that. I mean, high school wise, I don't think there's really any, stadiums like that and it honestly there's stadiums there's division one schools that have worse stadiums than ours so <laughs> yes. pretty wild. i agree I've, I've seen some yeah yeah i can 100 percent confirm that yeah i don't even i mean it's like it's not the real world it's just weird <laughs> no, dude, so like I, I saw your high school football stadium like years ago whenever we were down there with the cheese dip and yeah 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 and i thought it was a college stadium it's wild like, it's just, I, I seriously did yeah i thought it was a college stadium i mean it's like i mean it seats 20 some thousand people and there's like a jumbo small college yeah <laughs> there's a there's a jumbotron that's like a hundred feet high it's insane you know you have and, a good high school stadium when the wwe yeah, could be yeah. held there <laughs> yeah and and the, the craziest and best part is there's a full three Matt wrestling room underneath the home stands. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It doesn't get much better than that. No. no. Uh-uh. Wrestling match so, on the football stadium. I was working out in the morning. I was. We would run the stadium stairs around, and then we'd throw our wrestling shoes on and go 
ride to practice. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Yeah. That's yeah. It was weird. crazy. That was probably super fun. <laughs> oh, <it was> fun. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Love that. So mm-hmm. NCAA, the Supreme court shot them down this week. They voted nine. Oh, that they lifted the, um, they made it that they're not above the law and they can't not allow colleges in this specific instance to not reward student athletes. So if a college wants to give somebody a paid post-college internship, they can, if they want to give them a MacBook, they could. I'm curious on what you guys think of this from a wrestling standpoint. Like I look at it and think, okay, it's basically like an additional recruiting tool. Like if you come sign with us and I don't know if this is 100% accurate. It's how I interpret it. Like if you come and you come to our school, we're going to give you a MacBook and iMac, a podcast set up and you'll be ready to go. Cause you're going to need that. Like how important do you guys think that portion is? I don't necessarily think that that was what it meant because I know Chenzo, our experience at Penn state, like, the first thing you get, you get an iPad. You get an iPad like the first day, right? Like right away. Like they give you like iPad and and all that stuff. And so I don't I don't necessarily think it was like when I read it, like it, it didn't come to mind like, oh, yo, you come to Penn State and as a coach, like I'm going to hook you up with a sick, all these sick electronics. That's not the draw yeah. either. If you go to a school for a computer, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, in my mind, that's what it was like. It's like, okay, we understand this is the deal, but we can't like shut it down where and say that schools aren't allowed to provide students these type of things. So that's kind of the way that I looked at it, not right. necessarily with like an you added benefit yeah. where they're just giving one person that like yeah. every single athlete at Penn State gets an iPad. So in my mind, it's like they're just making sure that those programs stay alive. Okay. And the other aspect to it that's more interesting is right. – and the name image likeness is basically going to start taking effect next week. So AJ Ferrari at Oklahoma state, since Oklahoma made the law that says, yeah, this isn't play right now. AJ Ferrari can go make a deal next week. Whereas other States might not roll it out till 2025. And I think, yeah, I don't, you, I don't understand that because they haven't pushed it out on a federal level. They've they're pushing it out at a state level. So that's obviously only going to impact so much, but or for so long, because if, if the playing field there levels out, but even right now, like, I don't know, I've never been recruited by a college. I don't know how much I would be enticed to be like, well, let me go to Oklahoma state over this school because I can cash in my brand. Now, do you guys think that will have a big impact right now? I think it could. I mean, if some, I mean, if some schools like you can go there and brand yourself and make money, um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not seeing people transfer over this, but I'm definitely, I definitely think that some of the bigger name guys like coming out of high school, they're going to have to take that into consideration because like you can go somewhere and make money, but you can't make money elsewhere. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know exactly, but I would say that it would have an effect for sure. You know, it's definitely not going to have no effect. I, I don't yeah. necessarily know that people will completely change the decision just because of that. Right. But, but I do think that it will affect the process for sure. Yeah. Cause I think too, you know, 
when it rolls out and where is only something that's going to matter for a few years. Once it rolls out, I know some schools, I know Oklahoma, I know UNC, they're trying to enable their athletes as much as possible. They're helping with, we'll look at your deals for you. We'll, we'll help with this. We're going to, you know, do this kind of class that. And they take a cut. (laughs) (laughs) And they they go to like these classes where like they teach it. So I don't know if it's going to be a thing where like, some schools are going to really favor it and some schools are going to try to like push it down and say, worry about that later. It's going to be interesting to see how college coaches kind of adapt to it. I know there's some coaches that are very old school and there's some that are very like go with absolutely whatever you kind of want to do. That's obviously, you know, when you have the extremes. I feel like, yeah. I mean, I've looked at this a couple different ways. Like when I was in school, I was, kind of pissed like especially towards the end of my career so i'm like this is messed up like we're getting like I, I, i'm like we're getting straight up robbed like by the yeah. ncaa money but yeah after and and that's the case for for me for chenzo for guys that have a high profile but the more i look at it now the more i'm like i don't think this is going to be as big of a deal as people are making it because especially in wrestling because it's just not a football basketball like there's not a million million 10 million people watching us on line like yeah it's gonna affect a few people for sure the there's top, a the few, top like one percent is who it'll affect yeah there's a there's a few kids that are gonna be able to sign endorsement deals and be able to make money but for the most part it's gonna be there's not gonna be a lot of people signing deals in my opinion i don't i, don't I mean so wrestling either. like that in general there's not like a lot of deals that are signed anyways so I feel like this is like way bigger deal for football, for basketball, mm-hmm. for wrestling. It will affect a few people and it will greatly help them. It'll make a big difference, but it's not something that's going to affect every NCAA athlete at all. No, I think you're going to have a lot more. If all of a sudden the athlete pool opens up, that usually means the amount of money is going to get offered down because you're going to have, you know, let's say you're a Penn state fan you're going to have 30 kids that you could potentially sponsor or make a deal with versus whatever. Or if you're in a certain area and you kind of have like where you have an Oklahoma state where you have AJ Ferrari is the star and he's where you're going to get the deal to like you, like you said, Chenzo, like that's the 1%. And that's how I see it really being impacted too. You know, I think there's opportunities where depending on what you can do and what you can't do, like there's those moments that I think I want to see athletes capitalize. Like, Oh, we talked about the day after you did the, that's what we do interview. Like for you to be able to put a shirt out the next day, like that's a missed opportunity versus necessarily you just getting a nutritional sponsorship. Yeah. Hey, bro, yeah, but what, the thing is, what, bro, go ahead, Chenzo. What shirt did you wear at practice today, bro? That's what we do, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm still. That's still. That's still. I capitalized on it a little bit at 100%. least. Not when it was at full, full yep. force. But yeah, I mean, the thing is about that is like, you got to be an entrepreneur to do that. You got to like, it's real mm-hmm. work. Like, it's not. Yep. I mean, trust me. Like, I'm in. I'm in there. Like, I know. Like, it's not just like, hey, throw a shirt together and now you're gonna make thirty mm-hmm. grand. Like, no, that's yep. not how it works. So, I mean, it's like, especially in wrestling, I, I understand the market. Um, but yeah, I mean, kids are going to be able to do that, and and if they if they're grinders, if they know what they're doing, and they can figure out a way to make that happen and in quick time, or they have people around them that can do that, there's definitely going to be money to be made. In my opinion, 
just knowing the difficulty of doing things yourself, knowing the, the timeline and the, the margins and the, the cost and, and things like that, like it's an opportunity, but it's just an opportunity. Right. That's and it. that's, that's all that I feel like the NCAA, I feel like the NCAA is doing the right thing because that opportunity is what was taken away from us. And now to give the kids that opportunity is a very good thing. And so I, I don't know that like tons of money is going to get thrown around a lot, but like, it'll be there if you're ready to take advantage of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think a kid like Roman or Gable or some of these AJ Ferrari, the ones that are out there, like it, it's not easy doing something for yourself. Like even when we we put a, a store on Burroughs' website and he sold some stuff a couple times, posters once, he sold the clothes he wore um, when he wrestled Ben Askren, I think. And like it's hard work. You deal with customer service, you deal with an issue, you yeah. deal with where's my order. Like there is definitely a lot that goes into it. I think at least given people and you're going to have people that are going to get caught up in it and they're going to be in a world, just something they never even thought they'd have to deal with from problems. And it could become a huge distraction, but at least they'll have those lessons and hopefully they have good yeah. people, whether it's, you know, Roman having somebody like you or whether a coach is forward thinking, whatever it might be. What I definitely mean, think it'll be fun. I think you mean us having someone like Roman. <laughs> i think that's what you meant to say yeah for sure yeah i'm taking roman's advice on social media oh me too all day <laughs> so but, yeah yeah it, it'll be fun to watch it that's roll just out. Like, he kills it but like i don't want to put that much effort in it's a lot of effort that's the thing i think yeah, people forget like, like a lot of that's effort. what I, my point my whole point was is just like people like there's a few guys right like there's probably like as like I could probably count them on one hand, the amount of guys that are going to have opportunities where other people are going to come in and endorse them or, or and other people are going to come in and give them endorsements and do the work for them. And now there's, and that's like a class, like I said, it's less, it's less than the amount of NCAA champs there are per year. Yes. And then there's another, there's another group where there's money to be made and you can do it yourself, but it's going to be a lot of freaking work. It's not going to be like, just given to you and it's so be make a shirt and collect checks you got to promote you got to yeah and it's not stuff. yeah like i i've done this type of stuff and so it's a lot of time and effort and if, and if you're in the middle of the season you're not gonna be wanting to do that after yeah. ncas yeah for sure there's a but but it's gonna be that's that's i think the the main thing is it's gonna be work i don't think that there's gonna be handouts given but that's good yeah. you know it's yes. how the world works it's how it is I think you'll learn entrepreneurial lessons early on. And I think that'll be good for what's going to come after. I don't think, especially in wrestling, it's going to change too many people's lives, but right. I think yeah. it'll be a good thing. Yeah. Agreed. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to flip the topic here. So it's been a while and everything, but can you just uh, talk about, you know, your Olympic trials and just what you've been doing since then? Really? The Zahid butt slap. I'd like to start with. That was, that was sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was just kind of in the moment thing. I mean, that was a crazy <laughs> match. That was an awesome match. Obviously, like first and foremost, my respect to Zahid. He's a competitor, and I enjoy enjoyed wrestling him. And that's very just like a fun thing. I want to wrestle the best guys in the world, and he's obviously one of the best. So those are the type of matches that I want and that I'll just remember. And and they're really like special to me. Um, but yeah, that might, that might have been match of the tournament, by the way. Thank you. I, 
I, yeah, maybe I didn't get to watch all of the matches, but it, it was it was pretty fun. It was definitely fun as a, from my perspective, and mm-hmm. I just felt like he 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 kind of just like it was almost like all right, I ain't worried about Bo. Like I'm like like whatever, and I felt like a little disrespected. And he had some beef with Brooks and some other dudes. So like on the team, just like right. he's a competitor, he wants to win, yeah, same as yeah. us. So it's like hey, like That's I got it done, I clutched right. it out at the end, and it was sick. So. It that's was. the way it goes <laughs> yeah but yeah that was really fun it was definitely definitely like a match that i uh i'm glad i was able to be a part of and uh you know ever just ever since then you know um obviously i know what you've been up to for the most part but can you just, <laughs> can you just enlighten some of our listeners yeah yeah so i on i've been on the mat i've done like two practices uh <laughs> since trials and they were both (laughs) this week so i took a good amount of time off i've just been dealing with uh just getting healthy and healed up and stuff but in the meantime um i've got a american top team gym coming in and in state or it's in pleasant gap so about 15 minutes from uh state college and we're looking good we just got masks down we're uh ready to start training so thursday i'm actually going to be getting my first workout at acc happy valley it's gonna be sick so dude let's go let's say let's go yeah i just i just actually like an hour ago maybe got on a call and was like hey let's get a workout in with our coach marcel who's he's our jujitsu uh instructor that's gonna be here full time and so thursday we're gonna gonna get some work (laughs) did you design everything with that building like i love the dark if we didn't do our Mm -hmm. house the pacific blue color we did like i wanted to do our house that dark style as soon as i started seeing it come together like when you guys posted the photo of the dark exterior i'm like that's what i wanted to my house did you have a lot of saying all that i definitely had saying it i definitely helped i have a great great team around me that picked a lot of the stuff so i'm not going to take all the credit uh my uh my business partner pat uh jean men who he um helped so much with the build out he he gave a lot of ideas and the black and the wood was actually his idea and i was like dude we have the same taste because that's exactly (laughs) what i would have picked it was spot on so yeah it was definitely like that was the black was his idea but it was just through the whole building a lot of collaboration as far as like there was a couple day process where me and uh another uh an at a guy att named primo went through the gym like after the exterior was built when there was just a shell and we went over everything it was like what is this gonna be what is this gonna be for like hours and hours and went over the mats the wall pads everything and like it how far how far out is this gonna go how far out is this gonna go where's the is there gonna be a door here is there gonna be this here like it was it was actually i enjoy that stuff so it was really fun for me i could see how somebody would be like oh stressed out or whatever by it but i i loved it because I just enjoy architecture and buildings and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like design, like that's just kind of fun for me. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll pretty much all the, the interior and stuff, like you're, you're limited to what the shell is, but we were very creative and I think made the most of the space. So it's going to be good. That's what's dangerous about building a house. When you start building it, you can yeah. double the cost of it. Cause all of a sudden every little thing, you get somebody come in and go, you could do this because you're only here right now. And it gets yeah. so dangerous. I'm mm. so like, I had a feeling that's like part of what it's going through on the commercial side because I've had friends yeah. that build out restaurants 
and that. And it's like, well, you could stone this wall and stone that <laughs> wall and you could do this. So it's cool to see it come together. When is it going to open? So right now the plan is a soft open, basically ASAP where we're going to just get classes running and, and things like that. But we're going to actually do a grand opening early August. It should be. And the UFC is going to come out and do like a little documentary promo thing. And so we're going to, uh, yeah, that'll be early August. And that's when we'll do like a real grand opening. Yeah. And I think we might get like the local government involved and do like a ribbon cutting ceremony and stuff That'd like that. So, oh, hell yeah. That's yeah. So cool. <laughs> get some big golden scissors or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Man, we might have to do something with Traeger. I might have to get yeah. down. We, we're oh, gonna heck yeah. <laughs> this Let's might have to it. turn into a cookout. Yeah, I'm down. Let's that. That was, I definitely would would want to do something like that maybe uh get snowflake smokehouse out here throw some throw some good barbecue down (laughs) be good hey i have zero objections to that i'll i'm inviting myself yeah oh i'll clear my of course i'll be there yeah so i think i don't know who all is going to be coming so far but i think we definitely got like uh george masvidal will be there and uh some some att guys and stuff just to come up and you know make a make a quick appearance and see the gym and stuff maybe go check out Penn state and see what we're about. So yeah, dude, that'll be awesome. sick. So as this thing gets closer to happening and you start training more and more, MA, what does your future hold right now for both wrestling and MMA? I know you've had 150 practices. Now where you're getting eager to compete wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, no, I just, uh, I'm still, I'm still going to be training wrestling at least, at least two times a week with NLWC. So I'll still be with NLWC helping out, um, wrestling the Penn State guys and stuff. And so um, obviously still in state college and going to be doing a lot of wrestling. I, I think that's something that a lot of fighters miss is they transition to MMA and they forget their wrestlers. They're like, it's like, dude, you trained 20 years taking men down to the ground and holding them down. Like, don't forget that, right? Like, it's cool to knock people out and stuff, but I'm trying to dominate and smash people. And so I'm not going to, if I had been a kickboxer yeah. for 20 years, I probably wouldn't just try to wrestle everybody once I started doing MMA. So I'm, I'm a wrestler and we're going to keep that base solid, but yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, two, two a week, at least wrestling and then, you know, getting my jujitsu down, getting my striking down, um, learning that game and learning the range and the different ins and outs of it. But right now the plan is get some fights early next year and we'll see. I mean, I don't know how many fights I'll be able to get next year, but if I can get like five fights next year, let's do it. That's that's what I want to oh, do. Wow. So That'd definitely get one early in the year, early January, and then we'll see. I mean, it's hard to say like after that, but yeah, the plan is to get a, my first fight early in 2022. Is the timing on you for that? Like, I know you've been signed now for a while. Is that like when you feel you're ready? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done so little MMA training. I mean, I'm going to take the next six months and just dive into it and figure it out and then yeah then get ready to rock and roll and hopefully like i said get a bunch of fights next year now like one thing that i'm just a little curious about um you know we would mess around like boxing and stuff like that and i saw uh i saw luke gardner gave you the little one two one time so <laughs> can you just talk about you know what your plan is you know for next time next time i'm just hoping honestly i'm just hoping that i don't have to fight him again right <laughs> luke, luke got He's got, he's got, he's like Mayweather in there, right? Like, I don't yeah. know. Well, I, was so just over, I was overmatched. I think I probably see he's planning another card for the next few months. And 
we were pl- thinking of a Starachi Gardner boxing match. Oh my gosh, that'll be a bloodbath. That would be a bloodbath. I'm, I'm there for it. I'm <laughs> that I'm would ringside. double oh ringside. That would double the NWC's Rockfin followers. I think oh, it, we got. I think it would. Hey, Bash, for real though, start putting it out there. NWC Rockfin, we're having fight. We're hosting fight cards. We're gonna. We're working on. Really? It. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're we are hosting we are. some fights. So, for, so that are. was a little bit of a joke, but actually kind of serious. So yeah, half joke, but half no, not. I'm definitely gonna fight on on NWC Rockfin. Uh, I don't know if it'll be my first fight, but and at some point I will. That'll be sick. I can't wait yeah. for that. That's awesome. Now, do you for still sure. have plans? Have you thought about the world team trials at all? No. <laughs> when hey, is it? hey, hey, me neither. <laughs> yeah, right. When, Sep- when's world team trials? September 3rd through the 5th. So I've done this quite a few times in the past where I'm not training at all and then I just show up to a competition. <laughs> I've, and, I've seen it. Yeah. So actually the last time I did that, what no nah, i did it but the did olympic trials it? yeah pretty much Olympic <laughs> trials. that was that was a little different but I'm, I'm, i don't want to get into that yeah. but <laughs> I, I i did it a few times in my college career where i was like mm-hmm. all right i'm taking the summer off like i won the nationals like we're done like let's just take the summer off get healthy and and train and get ready for next season and then like junior world team trials or something would be coming up and all my buddies would be training and they're like getting ready to go. And it would be like Monday and we're leaving on Tuesday and they're competing Friday, Saturday. And I'm like, all right, give me a ticket. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's just see what I can do. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> you know, might as well just show up. But I mean, at this point, I, I feel like having those experiences and maturing a little bit, that's not really the way that I want to do things. So I would say that right now at this point, you can count me out for world team trials, but like I said, I don't know. I'm a little crazy, so we'll see. <laughs> I don't feel, think if you feel a little froggy, you might as well. I don't I think it's safe to say that people can maybe leave you out of like the previews for certain weights, but until the NWC registers, which is usually three days before the event, <laughs> like yeah, watch the registration list. Cause I get that. I can see like obviously you have the level of skill and talent that it's not ideal to just show up last minute. But when your training is hard as you're still training and everybody around you is training for that, it's got to be hard not to like, it's hard to let something go that you're very good at. So even though you're transitioning, you're not like retiring. I got to imagine as you're seeing people, you got Luke Gardner's and those guys around. (laughs) Well, there's just a difference too, between like, all right, I'm training for this event and we're um, like months out and I'm getting ready for it versus like, Oh, I'm in the room because like what I'm talking about when I was, when I was talking about like in college, it would be like, all right, I'm at a camp on the weekend. And then I'd maybe train Monday, Tuesday, and then I go do something fun. And then I miss, and then I'm there Friday, but like, it's not the same. There's a very big difference. And with the level that like we're competing at, if a guy's like really getting prepped and ready to go, it's like, it's just a different, it's a different mindset. It's a different, like I'll step step in there and yeah, like, for the most part, the majority of guys, like I'll just throw them down. Like it is what it is. But for the level that I hold myself to, that's just something that now after having gone through it a few times, like I'm more mad at myself that I did that because I, I drop matches where I'm like, I'm so much better than that guy. Like there's no reason that I should ever lose that dude. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I trained like five times <laughs> a month, like leading up. And I didn't even really care. Cause I just wanted, I just showed up like, and 
yeah, I, I'm competitive, so I expect to win. But you got to – it just doesn't make sense to to treat competition that way. Right. I understand what you're saying. There's a, there's a big yeah. difference between, like, just, you know, being, like, kind of just training for something and then being, like, in the room, right? Just yeah, like, the focus and intensity is completely different. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for instance, I might just, like – have a training session let's say i'm not training for anything i might just be like you know what all right i'm just gonna wrestle today and we might go two hours of live like i might just wrestle somebody and we'll just be the last dudes in there and then the next day i might go light and just drill and like there's no schedule there's no regiment there's no like reason to why you're training and like and i'm not really taking advantage of all the resources that we have at nlwc and penn state like with our coaches and tapering us and doing all that type of stuff so it's like not only like you could be in there wrestling, but it's just a big difference when we have, when we're used to like such structure and like knowing exactly what the plan is for months and months leading up to a certain thing where it just, yeah, I don't know. That, that makes sense. Hey, it makes sense in my brain. So yeah, all, you get it. <laughs> that's all. That, that's all that matters. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, we got a segment before we do our next sponsor. We got to tell you about real quick. Well, I think you know these guys. Oh, yeah. You can. Oh, yeah. Important way to optimize your athletic performance and fitness is to eat and fuel with foods that help regulate blood sugar. It's key for your metabolism to work effectively. Most sports energy products are filled with sugar or fast carbs to give you a quick flash of energy that's short-lived. I've been using this stuff ever since Ant the Champ got me hooked on it. Chenzo loves it. A lot of wrestlers are starting to use it. This thing, like, stops the spikes at, like, other supplements give me it gives me sustained energy i personally love it they use something called super starch which i'm not 100 percent sure what it is i'm not very yeah you don't need to scientific <laughs> i just know it's great for you um and they're gonna give you 20 percent off if you use promo code chenzo so dude let's go I'm promo, there you code, go. promo code chenzo you can.co it's just easy to remember yeah they have a variety of products, all sorts of different stuff. We need to have Anthony Champ on because he can he can talk about it in detail and he knows how to like he knows just how much better it is. I know it's better because I know how I feel. And the fact that I feel better, right? I love this stuff. The old eyeball test proves it to me. Like that's really <laughs> that's really all I got. Like I've you know listened to the explanation of the science behind it and everything like that. And you know, I could I could 100% break it down for all of you. You probably wouldn't understand now, but uh, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's I wouldn't. <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. I I highly recommend it. I use it every time I work out. Yeah. So and even though I broke my toe, I've been using it to just recover. You know, doing yard work, the, taking yeah. trails down, doing property right. work, pond work. Yeah. So putting stuff in the pond. Go to yeah. go to you can use promo code Chenzo twenty percent off. So our next segment, Bo, is. A rapid fire word association brought to you by oh, different energy gosh. people. Rapid well, I'm fire, nervous about this. Rapid this a, fire keto coffee. Thank you for sponsoring this. Rapid fire keto coffee. Great, great, great keto coffee has MCT oil, grass butter, all that grass fed butter, all that good stuff. So we're gonna throw a couple words at you. We'll take turns. And all you got to do is think about the first thing that comes to your mind. If it's one word, if it's a color, if it's direction, doesn't matter. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to try to be organic with this. (laughs) But that might get a little crazy. So (laughs) Hey, listen, the crazier, the better. That's what we're all All right. right. I'm going to try to try to stay in that gray area of 
You know what I'm talking about? Great, great areas. <laughs> Don't. And what a lot of people do is they skip over the first thing they think because they think the second word is better. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Got so, you. All I'm right. Gonna start, I'm going to start with an easy one here. It's Texas. All right. Reckless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I think, it. I think that's what I said just because you said it too. Right. Like, and if Bachelor so, said it, I think my answer would have been different. And I, I said it with a, with a tone so that you, yeah. so that you would match it. You set it. him up. Yeah. So. What an easy setup. But yeah, you know, we're always about reckless Texas. Facts. <laughs> All right. My first word is steaks. Traeger. <laughs> Traeger. Oh, that's, that's great it. brand play. <laughs> Traeger grills. Get you mine's, a, mine's in my backyard right now, and the power cord is not with it. I don't know where it is. So Ooh. we need to we might need to go get it. You need a new power cord, and I need some of both seasons that I've been waiting for like six months now to come out. That like Listen, every now and then there's an Instagram tease. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got no, one. this is this is another thing that people that people don't realize i mean if you're gonna do apparel it's a little bit easier like for the college athlete like back to that it's not easy to get a product ready to go especially a food product but yep. hey I'll, i will tell you this we're making headway we got the llc <laughs> set up oh we're we're ready to rock and roll we got we got business accounts going so it's it's that much closer it's inch are, by inch we're getting there <laughs> because i think people are running out of the wedding seasoning because I've yeah. seen people hog it from other people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like people are start starting to to want some of that. So we'll get on it. I'm I'm close. We're real close. All okay. right. Let me know. Let me know when you get more of that. I All got right. you. I'll my, send next one, my next one is two balls. Two balls. Oh, probably there's so many names that come to my mind. Terrell, <laughs> Levco, Terrell. All these all these kids, these the kids these days, they don't understand. <laughs> There's two balls in the game, guys. There's always, there's always two balls. Oh right. my god! Like, yeah. If you're on your toes, you're getting smoked in the face with that second ball. Keep keep your eye keep that your freaking eyes peeled. You better be watching. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, my next word, and you just got to be the first thing that comes to your mind because this. Okay. Okay. It's not a tough word. I'm just curious of the association. State right. college. Well. Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, that's, 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 that's original. Fair. I know. I don't know. You asked for the first thing, so. They call oh, us. <laughs> that was not exciting. Central. To to. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, I mean, oh, man. at least you were honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we said that. That's what we wanted. If that's the first thing, I get it. All right. Just my, not number, fun to do. my number three is Bryce Meredith. Swaggy. Swaggy. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. That's my that's my BFF. No, we he, he's the boy. What's to what's to say about Bryce? He's the swaggiest dude out there. He knows it. Everyone well, knows it. <laughs> They'll tell you. Nothing wrong with being the swaggiest out there either. How much did you love his fight? His fight debut. That oh. was like the roller coaster of emotion that I felt watching the fight just because I felt so much more invested in it i mean other guys that i know that fight i i know them and i'm invested but i've known bryce since we're like five and to see him out there like scrapping and i've actually i mean i've talked to him a lot and like i'm like this dude's he's scrapping like in the streets and bars like he's he's a <laughs> i'd never i've never seen it and so the way he went out i was like 
holy crap, this dude is either going to knock this guy out or get absolutely <laughs> destroyed. And when he got hit, I was just like, no, it was like, but it was weird because I didn't ever like, I was like, no, I was worried, but I didn't like, I, I felt like he was still going to get the guy. Like, I felt like he was still good because of the way he got dropped and how quick he reacted. Yeah. I felt like he was going to be fine. So it was a crazy roller coaster, but I'm just hyped that he smashed that dude. I think that, you know, I think it was strategic that he got dropped because it's like takedowns weren't get, weren't opening up. He was like, I was like, I need to get this yeah. guy on the ground. So he just took, him, just took him on the chin real quick, went down. The guy <laughs> went on top, hip heist reversal. Now we're in action. For, yeah. He was ready to go after that. I, yeah. I look at it and, I mean, so the guy he fought had like 12 or 11 pro fights. So like, a lot, yeah. that, that's a lot of freaking fights. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fights to be in. And I felt like most of the time in your first fight, you're fighting a guy that's 0-1, 1-1, something like that. Oh, and you, you just take him down and beat the crap out of him. But I look at it and I'm like, dang, Bryce got like five fights worth of experience in one fight. Because yeah. he got dropped. The dude tried to submit him. And he fought out of both of those things and then ground and pounded this dude for the win all inside one round and so i'm like dang that's the way he did it was perfect because he went out swinging he got dropped but recovered and then got put in a submission and recovered and so i'm like he's got like literally five fights worth of experience in that one first round (laughs) that man recovery is key you know 100 percent. you know that (laughs) absolutely (laughs) all right my last word i I changed it from what i originally thought i was going to be Okay. Your wife. I love her. <laughs> you don't even I say her name. Too. You just say your wife. I didn't want him to do the steakhouse Pennsylvania thing. I uh-huh. if I said Maddie, he'll say nickel. I didn't want yeah. him to do the same thing. That's a, that was actually smart that you did that. I but I do I do call her my wife a lot, so that's good. Like I'll just be like, How's my wife doing? Just because I'm just very proud of the fact that she's my wife because she's amazing. Can we talk about what an athlete she is too? Olympic trials are coming up for her, right? I don't want to, I don't want to keep talking about this, guys. I just like <laughs> she gets all the attention. I don't get any of it. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. She's a better athlete than me. Like, I know this. You think I don't know this? I saw her her family line took the driveway with American flags. I mean, like... yeah, I know. They're the they're her whole family is the best. They're they're seriously amazing and very, very grateful to have them in my life. But yeah we're leaving on she leaves tomorrow i leave friday for the olympic trials so let's go let's go let's go let's go Maddie <laughs> where nickel. are they we're all big maddie nickel fans up over here Heck yeah they're in eugene eugene oregon so i was in eugene like a week and a half ago straight back over there on friday <laughs> wow yeah so that that's... timing have worked a little bit better <laughs> i know right Might it's well. like the perfect amount of time to go home but like you couldn't like you didn't want to stay that long out there oh and it's like the worst trip in the world it's so hard to get to and eugene is like a small town well it's not a small town but it's like the airport is like the state college airport so it's not like an easy place to get to but it was just like really same place like come on and it's i don't know i didn't really like eugene that much so (laughs) Interesting. <laughs> no disrespect to any Eugene Oregon listeners we may have. <laughs> hey, listen, Oregon peeps, y'all are cool, but I just didn't really, it wasn't my vibe. It wasn't my vibe. No, I might have probably stayed there and go to the William Williamette Valley, drank some Pinots for a week. So right. 
That isn't, might have been what I stayed there for. Isn't the University of Oregon and Eugene like that's is that University of Oregon's in Eugene? And yeah, and Oregon State is actually like 45 minutes north. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I just I was like, the university was cool, but I was like, I don't really like this place. I don't I want to go, <laughs> I want to go home. Huh. Interesting. Hey, that's fair. You, yeah. Nobody says you have to vibe with every American city. What would no, you say I, your what's your favorite American city? State college. <laughs> it depends. I feel like I have different different reasons for liking different cities. Like I love state college because I love the people here. I love the wrestling and it's like, that's why I love it. But there's definitely places that are way more fun than state college. Like no <laughs> there's not no that doubt. much going on around here. So like to, if I had to choose somewhere to live, it's here because it's the perfect balance of like having the best people, the best situation. And there's just enough stuff to do to where I don't get like so bored. I want to claw my eyes out, but I can also just focus and yeah. I don't have distractions. Like when Tony and I spent, whatever it was six weeks in Miami last summer. It's like, I could never live in Miami. It's like, there's something to do every day. And I'm a yes guy. Like I'm going to do it. So <laughs> I don't say no. I'm hey, just you're, like, you're telling me. You're telling yeah. Me. Right. <laughs> I'm talking to the ultimate yes guy right here. But when people are like, Justin, Yo, yeah, let's, do this, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do I'm like, all right, that sounds amazing. But then I don't, then I just like get so tired and so overworked and I can't train the way I want to. So I like state right. college because I don't have the those type of things pulling me away. I can just focus and grind and do my thing. But as far as places that are just cool places, Allen, Texas. I mean, you got everything. Yeah, with that football 40, stadium. I mean, yeah. yeah, you're you're 30, 40 minutes from like downtown Dallas. You have every type of professional sports team. You got like crazy stuff all the all over the place. Top golf. You got indoor skydiving you got wakeboard parks like the biggest malls you've ever seen i mean there's everything there like it's just everything's brand new everything's clean the people are so nice it's just like like that's that's like the perfect place in my mind it's, except there's no beach mm. does pittsburgh your favorite american city I don't know if I have one. I like I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a very special place in my heart. But like I love State College too for all the reasons that you said. Actually, you kind of nailed it on the head. It's mm-hmm. you know there like there's enough to do, but not enough to where you get distracted. You know it's yeah. Like, um, but man, I don't I don't know. I don't. I'm to be determined on that. I I love Pittsburgh, but we'll see. That's fair. Yeah, Pittsburgh's actually one of the cool places because it's a bigger city. And I don't really like bigger cities, but I like spending time in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh, like, well, city-wise, it's not huge, right? Like, right. Like, it's Philly bigger, but like that. no. Yeah, it's not It's not big at all. But yeah. It's still a city, though. And right. Plenty of things. And it, there. there's so many, like, cool little areas. Like, mm-hmm. like, every area is so unique. I don't even remember all the names of them, but it's, like, they're all, like, different. It's almost like boroughs, like, in New York City, kind of, but, like, right. smaller and like more specific yeah no for sure i totally understand what you're talking about new york mm-hmm. boroughs are a little different but yeah, yeah a little yeah <laughs> they kind of just run into each other yeah yeah for sure it's kind of like mini version but yes mm-hmm. well the american geography hour is over and that's yes. pretty much all that i got for today's <laughs> show 
Bo Chenzo. Hey, anyone has any geography tips or lessons, send them our way. Um, <laughs> Please. I'm always trying to learn, especially about geography. So. Oh, man. Well, yeah, thanks, guys, for having me on. I appreciate it. This was, this was very fun. Awesome. We're going to have to talk about this grand opening soon because there might have to be some if, grills involved. This- some. Hey. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. And one last thing for me is that nobody wished me a happy birthday on the podcast. Son of a gun. <laughs> Happy so, birthday, Kenzo. So, you know, I you did earlier today. So I got you earlier. We're, we're, but... we're all clear, but, you know, just on air. <laughs> Come on, boys. Wow. We're I slacking. did post a graphic that everybody's resharing, <laughs> <laughs> if that Man. counts for anything. But I just wanted you to say it live. No, just for more. those for those listening, it is Chenzo's birthday today. <laughs> like, there's nothing I'd rather be doing. Here, just go <laughs> go edit that back and put that at the beginning. <laughs> I'm actually going to do the intro to the show and say, welcome to the podcast. Today is Chendel's birthday to dive into today's show. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, man. All right, boys. All right, guys. Alrighty. I'll catch you guys later. 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 And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.